Hello and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from Player One, the podcast where we take an in-depth look at one story or narrative-focused game and give our thoughts about it. As always, I'm Alex. I'm Duncan. And this week we played part three of The Council. Part three, titled Ripples, um, came out, I don't know, fuck, just a few days ago. Didn't really... Didn't really put that one on the document. 24th. I don't know. So, <laughs> something days. like that. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit ago. Um, and this one did not cost any more money because it's just part of the same thing. So yeah. we don't have to worry about that. Uh, Big Bad Wolf Games, again, was a developer. And did I, is Big Bad Wolf right? I suddenly feel like that's very wrong. No, it's right. It's oh, right. thank God. It. Thank yeah, God. Because the whole game, the whole time I was like, Big Bad Wolf, come on. Don't do me like this, Big Bad Wolf. <laughs> Big Bad Wolf, why are you going to do me like this? Yeah. Um, the Council, which we famously played the first two episodes of and maybe trashed a little bit. Um, yeah. But part back. three? Part three is different. Part this three. Is a redemption story. It's turning over a new leaf. They're rippling um, what we thought of them, for sure. They're, that sentence did not make yeah, a ton I of sense. I know. I just, sometimes I just throw things if they don't stick well. You know, don't highlight them. You know, don't yeah. make a fool out of me. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. My bad. So I should have known better. That's on me. I want to jump right in because, fuck, we've already played the first two episodes. And I'm sure you can follow along if this is your first time jumping in here. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, we've got totally. two other episodes of uh, of the council that you can go back and listen to. But I really like the idea of somebody just not playing the council and listening <laughs> to only episode three of our podcast about yeah they, yeah uh, that's how i'm gonna think about it moving forward uh so uh where we left off is we kind of found this secret catacomb under a well um and i got a gun to my head and it was my mother and then how did your last episode end Mine ended with Mr. Buckleshoes walking towards me, but it wasn't revealed who Buckleshoes was, mm-hmm. so we had a very engaging conversation about who that possibly could have been. Did you did you look it up, who it was? No, I didn't. So oh, you, do you I, think I'm it was? dying to know who Buckleshoes is. Who do you is. think it was? Who do you think it was? You get I, one guess. I have one guess. Oh, shit. One um, guess. Don't fuck it up or the podcast's over right now. I'm going to guess it was... Um, Come on. Peru. I guess it was, it was Peru. He guesses Jacques yeah. Peru. Um, but no, Jacques Damn Peru maybe it. would Volder? have had something interesting to say, but it was not Johann Christoph von Wollner. It was none other than George Washington. Oh, no. I missed out on a George Washington scene. You missed out on a great George Washington sequence uh, because... I don't know why he followed you, but he did. Uh, his very clever ruse of looking blankly at a wall while you walk past. Um, <laughs> starting to think Washington knows a little bit about what's going on here. Um, but you are standing over the you know corpse of a servant who was recently killed. And Washington walks up to you to pretty much the middle of the room and goes, Louis, where are you doing? Now is not the time for this. We've got to do. And like mid-sentence, when he's basically standing in the center of the room, goes, oh, no, what happened here? Um, <laughs> recognizing that someone was dead. And you basically say, it's not what it looks like. He was dead when I got here. And Washington's like, oh, well, that looks real bad. Anyway, you've got to come to this conference. Don't bother finishing up here. You got to get upstairs. That's more important than this. Oh, and then fuck. he just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he does not fucking care one ounce that he just walked upon somebody who in my game was previously already accused of murder standing over another corpse. He's so just like, yeah, that's fine. Anyway, oh, we got this conflict. You gotta cut gotta priorities, dude. That's the fucked up thing about leaders, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, they, they see the ants, you know, they see them dead on the ground. They don't give a fuck <laughs> about them. They just want to go to their conference. Yeah. They don't care about human lives. I, fucking Washington is, no joke, skyrocketed in the power rankings for me from oh, near yeah. bottom in episode one to easily my favorite character in episode three. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's fucking great. I mean, so the way we've definitely shifted our perspective on this game. Uh, it's something yeah. that Alex and I talked about a little bit before we recorded was um, I think I don't I don't mean to, you know, to my own horn here and say that I was right. But <laughs> I, I, I mentioned on one of the other episodes that, like, we need to be looking at this game differently because I don't think this may not. I'm still unclear if this is their intention, but I think it's way easier to look at it with a like kind of like fun murder mystery perspective and like wild and anything can happen and like let's play with these characters rather than like a very like intense political like um murder mystery or like mystery in general like yeah if you come into it with the real like i'm gonna go see a b movie type of vibe it's a lot more fun yeah and it's and it makes it like it makes the tense situations that they're trying to portray like a little bit funny but it also makes you feel a little bit better about them because you're already kind of like in a in a smiley mood and like louis says some really dumb shit and you're like ha that's that's my louis uh um, louis is even with that headspace i can't say though louis not great no no he's not <laughs> but yeah coming into it with that perspective very much i mean i don't want to say episode three might it might just be better than the other two by a wide margin but yeah. i do think that just coming into it with that perspective there were a number of times where i was like playing in my room and like laughing out loud and there were one or two times like washington came onto the screen and was a fucking dope and i just like clapped i was like fuck yeah washington take a bow you're great man (laughs) yeah yeah i did the same thing it's cool um so so wait then washington left Mm -hmm. and then you left and then it gives you the option and like you know how it displays your objective in the top right hand corner it says because your entire thing is, I'm either going to go to this council meeting right now, or I'm going to search for clues for my mother because she's not here. Um, which they do actually mention, because you like search through some ashes where she had apparently had a fire going. Um, and he does actually make note of the fact that like if I didn't get trapped in XYZ room, then I probably would have been able to see my mother. So I think that was probably the oh. like the thing that if you didn't do that, then you would have gotten... The oh, opportunity to meet her. Um, yeah, which was, it was whatever. And you get to, like, inspect the body of the servant. And Louis gives a great line where he, like, lifts up his mask. And he's like, let's see what's underneath. Oh, well, that was disappointing. And then just puts the mask back on the <laughs> servant. <laughs> what was he expecting? I, I don't know. I think he was hoping for, like, some monster. And he's like, oh, it's just a person. Damn. Oh. <laughs> Man, how cool would it be if you lifted that that up and there's just a Cthulhu face right on Oh, there? fuck yeah. Man. 
Or, or it would have been. Or you would have lifted the mask up and would have been like one of the other people. I think that's probably what he was expecting. Which yeah, is he was really probably funny waiting to be like for disappointed that, but... by that. He's like, "Ooh, is it gonna be Wolner? Is it gonna be Piaggi? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh no, it's just a nameless servant who got murdered in cold blood. Eh. Damn, <laughs> nothing interesting here." And he like starts kind of like testing him and like checking his pulse and things like that. And he like reaches for his pulse and goes, "Ah, he's dead." Like. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of a given when you started telling Washington you didn't kill him, but Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. He's just a compulsive liar. Yeah, um, that's fair. So... And then you just you look around for a bit and then leave. Okay. And it takes you right to the council meeting. Interesting. Okay, so for me, uh my mother was being absolutely a hundred percent delirious and was just being like, You're not my son. You're some fucking trash monster. You're you're <laughs> you're a fucking idiot something like that she's just like <laughs> screaming at me and like i thought she was out of her mind like delusional or something like that and then you fact checked a couple things with her and like let her know that you are louis and then she eventually lightens up to him and is like oh okay you are louis all right mm. um which i think makes sense for what we learn later uh um, yeah but yeah but at the time i was very confused and then she's like, great, glad to see you again. Um, you need to go to the council meeting and don't trust anybody. And, like, see, be sure, like, she does the line that she does in the beginning that's, like, keep an open mind and Keep eyes. an open and logical mind. Yeah, keep an open and logical mind. Yeah, and then you leave for the meeting. Okay. But, well. yeah, it was, it was an okay scene, but it did seem so, like, it seemed very, like, quick for her to be, like, gun pointed to you and you being like mother it's me to like 20 seconds later her just being like oh it is you okay and i didn't feel like i supplied that much evidence for her to you know believe that it was actually me Uh, i mean yeah that's fine but it was yeah it was fine Uh, i didn't want to sit there for two minutes and try and convince her so (laughs) um yeah and that was pretty much it not very interesting no it's no george washington scene that's no any scene that washington in is the best scene in the game like yeah. Hands down. I want to go back to episode one and replay the scene that I skipped with him because <laughs> I'm just sad now. I'm just sad that I got less Washington in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. So from there, you go to this big council meeting where um, I this this actually you get to like walk around and talk to everybody. And it bummed me out because I knew you're supposed to go talk to um, the lead dude whose name is escaping me right now. Uh, good Mortimer. Uh, Mortimer, Mortimer. Okay. Mortimer. Uh, I know you're supposed to go talk to him, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to miss a chance to talk to like Napoleon and Washington." And I like went over and talked to a group of people because I didn't recognize them, and it was like Mortimer talking to somebody. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" Well, all right, I guess we're <laughs> just in it now. Yeah. Um, but Mortimer basically tells you the way the council and like the way these meetings tends to work is two different topics are brought to the table. Um, and then everybody discusses them over the period of time, and then eventually they decide on, you know, a course of action, and they all vote on it, and if it passes unanimously, then everybody goes back to their respective countries and starts, you know, doing things to make that happen, and if it doesn't pass unanimously, then it doesn't happen, um, and um, Mortimer basically tells you that the proposition he is going to propose, um, because it's him and Holm who get to do that, but neither one of them get to actually vote, um, he is going to propose that Spain give up Louisiana in the U.S. to the French 
and then the French would eventually sell Louisiana to the U.S. so the U.S. could grow and then continue expanding to the end of the West Coast so they would have, you know, all of this large North American continent, and then France and the U.S. could be two, like, huge superpowers since they're both large democracies. Um, something interesting that I found out, uh, because he explained that plan, and I said, I know fucking nothing about the Louisiana Purchase. Yeah, what? Where? Why did, why did France have the land? And I looked it up, and it, France had the land because Spain had agreed to give it to them in a secret treaty signed in 1800, three years after uh, this game takes place. Uh, um, and, like, because there was a war going on, I was like, hey, that's actually really cool. Yeah, yeah, I... I didn't look it up, but I figured it had, you know, like, this is the dots they were connecting with history and everything like that. Like, this is the time where they finally kind of, like, showed you, like, what the historical confrontation's going to be in the rest of the game, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So then, you know, the council meeting takes place, and you all talk, and um, who was it? Somebody gets really angry at you very quickly. I think it is... Uh, Godoy. Godoy. The Spanish guy gets very angry at you because you're French, um, and you start talking shit and, you know, making fun of him, and, well, you don't have (laughs) to, but I I made fun of him. You're like, Spain sucks! (laughs) (laughs) Um, There are actually a couple of really good back and forths here where um, Godoy says something about, like, the savages in the Northwest talking about Native Americans, and then you can be like, hey, they're not savages, like you're dehumanizing them you piece of shit and then he's like well you're selling blacks to the americans that's no different you're just selling people into slavery uh and then you're like oh fuck i got nothing to say to that and then motherfucking um giuseppe the like cardinal chimes in and he's like it's fine they are savages they don't have souls that's why we're trying to bring the word of god to them fuck Giuseppe Fuck like Giuseppe went from like a cute old man idiot to like oh god Giuseppe I I just realized all the fucking power you have in this world and like now I'm concerned like, yeah <laughs> now I'm worried like, <laughs> like I used to think that see here's what I thought I thought I thought he was there to be like oh we have to invite Giuseppe dude we have to invite Piaggi. <laughs> We gotta bring him, or he's gonna be upset. But like, his vote doesn't count either. You know what I mean? That kind of character. Yeah, but, uh, but no, 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 no. He's just no. kind of a horrible he did, man. Like very much the you know old grandpa sort of thing when you're a kid and you're like, ha ha, grandpa's so fun. And then you're older <laughs> and you're like, grandpa's fucking racist. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, definitely just that Piaggi. But I, I, yep. I like this. I like this scene just because. I think for the first time, they're stepping on conversations that might have happened at that time. And, like, it's loose, right? Like, it's pretty, yeah. like, uh, it's pretty loose. But any time before this, it never, I never really felt like they were really talking about issues or deals or anything like that that I felt... I don't want to say connected to it anyway, but I felt like I knew a lot about or, you know, like a minimalist amount about. So, I don't know, it was just kind of cool to actually see all these characters not, like, talk about weird shit behind your back and actually have this discussion. Um, Yeah, it was the point where the game went from being historical fiction because, look, we have historical characters 
to being historical fiction because look, we're actually like talking about, you know, something that took place in this time period and issues and deals and wars and, you know, concerns of this time period. And I was like, oh, this actually feels, you know, at least mildly interesting. Like I can buy why they would be having this conversation. For sure. Um, Though I did love, I thought there was something delightfully rich when Mortimer was like, we have to do this because democracy is the way of the future. We must choose democracy. And I think there's something a little bit ironic about like a group of nine hand-selected people that are the most powerful <laughs> in the world deciding whether or not democracy should be the way of the future. Yeah, that's a good point. I never thought about that. It's actually really good. Um, I like that. Yeah. So uh, then everything gets gets ridiculously heated and home just out of fucking nowhere like two things are said and he's like no i've had it we're done for the day i'm yeah. leaving everyone who doesn't think we should do this come with me and then like half Holden the people get up and leave. he's such a bitch anytime I, when i saw that scene i was instantly reminded of the time that they're playing chess in the vision of the first episode and someone knocks at the door and he throws a little hissy fit because they can't finish <laughs> their game of chess such oh a bitch, god dude. he is yeah, very, so, very much. Yeah, anyways, so yeah, they they all, you know, they all leave, and then you get to decide whether um, you go with Holm or you stay with Mortimer. Mm-hmm. So what did you do? I stayed with Mortimer because okay. I was not going to side with Holm no matter what, but also because democracy is the way of the future. Yeah, we know we have the power to tell the future. <laughs> this um, actually happens. I'm on the right side. Yeah, <laughs> I also went with uh, Mortimer uh, because, you know, same. I, I just didn't want to hang out with, with that that man. Uh, but I did mm-hmm. feel bad because, like, Holm did kind of have, like, some of my crew there. You know what I mean? Like, you, you get to pick between the two, and it's just Mortimer looking at you, and then you go to the other one, and it's all your other friends looking at you. I did feel a lot of peer pressure in that moment and anxiety <laughs> of, like, oh, God, this is going to determine my friendship for friendship circle for the rest of my life. And then it became not my friendship circle and the future of the world. And then, you know, things kind of stopped. And also, you know, after having that scene with my mother, I knew that she was all right. And like that, she, you know, was talking about like trusting the other people. And I think it was at that point important for me to like get in good with what I perceived to be the leader of this group at the time. So, like, yeah. that was another thing and reason why I picked that. So Yeah, and also it ends up being the case that the people that stick around with Mortimer are, like, everyone that I actually wanted to end up talking to, which yeah. is to say Napoleon and George Washington. And so and uh, Peru. And Jacques Peru, but he was less interesting than Napoleon and George Washington. Yeah. Well, his character actually was probably a lot more interesting, but he was less of a dope, and that's what I was looking for at this <laughs> point in time. I kind of wish... Well, I'll, I'll talk about well, it later. Yeah, we'll um, get to so, that shortly. So, um, then you... So, uh, Mortimer takes you to his office, and then he wants you to um, speak with Duke Manuel, who is the Spanish government man. <laughs> in our fucking notes that we have for this episode you erased the part that says what he does in the spanish government and just left the words spanish government he's like a general i think yeah he's he's big spanish boy um so and um, spanish government (laughs) and uh he wants you to like find out what he's up to and talk to him about the um 
the purchase and to try and convince him to sell it to uh, France. So yeah, get on board. Not sell it though. Give it up entirely. Yeah, give it up entirely. So um, he also which, tells you that like, hey, if you can get him to declare war, that's good too. Yeah, which, which is, is like kind of that fun. was the point when I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have sided with Mortimer. Yeah. Mm, like it's just gonna be a short war. It's not a big deal. Okay, <laughs> you're a monster. Quick. Yeah, yeah. I I do like so. I don't know the 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 chapters were named so improperly. Like the first one is the Mad Ones, and I'm like, mm, nah, no, not really. Mm. That's what this one should have been called. This <laughs> one should have been called the Mad Ones. Chapter two, hide and seek was fine. Then you could have just called chapter one ripples because that one makes no fucking sense. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you go, you can go to uh, his room where uh, Von Wolner is trying, is just spending his entire night knocking on his door, um, <laughs> which is just a funny concept. Like you approach him and he's knocking on his door and then you can uh, say a couple things, I think, to get him to move out of the way or you can uh, walk in around the balconies can i just say how fucking weird it is to like have your imagine having a hotel room with someone else and be connected by the balcony yeah with no barrier like you can lock the door but it's so weird so you can do either of those things and i just i just manipulated him because i hate him i hate von so much me too but like it was a real easy manipulation because he's just knocking on the door like he's not in there okay well this is the wrong idea then why don't we both go look for him and if i find him first i'll tell him you're looking for him and you do the same and he's like good idea i'll go to the library oh that's funny see i i did a different one where i i just said um i have a letter to deliver to him and then he said Mm. oh come right in go go ahead which makes God. no sense. Then why wouldn't he just walk in? He, I don't know. I had it the option no to sense. ask him, but I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. It makes that one makes no sense. So you go in there, and there's not much. Unless, did you get the letter? Uh, I got the letter, but I didn't read it because I couldn't decipher okay. it. So the letter is a love letter from Ooh. somebody else, and it's not his his wife. Mm, I figured that, so, but I didn't know who it was. Uh, I grabbed it, and then I left. And I didn't really find too much else interesting in here. Did you find anything? Uh, there's a couple of notes about like his donation and something about like his daughter, I think, like being in an orphanage or something. Hmm. Uh, it was all kind of loosely hinted at, and I didn't know enough about him to put it all together. Okay, yeah, so... But... um. Or I might actually be thinking of a different room. I went to a lot of rooms in this section. But yeah, okay. there, there's not much. I didn't find anything that was, like, very interesting. All right. So then you go to uh, Manuel in the dining room. The thing. butterfly room. The butterfly room. Thank you. The butterfly room where it's always daytime. Yeah. It's actually nighttime this time, though. No fucking way. It was definitely daytime. No. I think it was, it was daytime for my game. I could have sworn uh, it was daytime. Okay. Um, so, uh, and then he's playing piano, and you talk to him about, you know, the purchase, and another backtalk mode happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the you, only name for him. Yep. And then you can convince him or not convince him. Did Were you able to convince him? Yeah, through a clever use of a shitload of consumables. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that one was tough. Except I had the fucking ace in the hole because I blackmailed his ass and I won oh, wow. instantly. I said, uh, see, I didn't want to do that because I thought he'd get mad. Yeah. No, I blackmailed him and then he got mad, but he said, listen, we're chill. I c- I'll do this so long as you uh, don't tell anyone else about it. And I'm like, all right, Damn. that's fair. And I won't. I'll take it to my grave wow. unless he doesn't do it. And then I'll tell everybody. Damn. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I was. I didn't want to do that because I was. I fucked up once already because I walked up and he's like, "What are you doing here?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm just out for a stroll." And that counts as like a loss. He's like, "Yeah, yeah. no, you're fucking not, bud." <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. I, I, I could see that one. It makes yeah. sense. So after your scene with Duke uh, Manuel, you go to bed because it's night night time. Time for mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. for Louis to rest his eyes. He's had a very long day. Yeah. Um, Understandably so. <laughs> and um, you find Emily Hillsborough in your room. <laughs> and uh, she wants to talk to you about switching sides. And what did you tell her? I told her no because she makes absolutely no convincing argument whatsoever. Yeah. She literally is like, I didn't come here to tell you to switch sides, but you know you could. And I was like, no, I'm good. And she's like, really? Like, I, think, the- <laughs> I think he's better. It's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> okay, well, let's fuck that. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so that happens. I'm, I'm surprised like, that happened for I, you, too, because I thought I, I got that scene because me and her were, you know, like, already, we already did Nah. No, nope, nah, just... you just get that scene with the world's best kissing technology. Oh, my God. Absolute <laughs> best kissing technology. A solid maybe inch and a half between the lips. Very good. It's so good. Imagine <laughs> imagine you have two of your favorite dolls. <laughs> and you're inching them together for a kiss. And you know how usually kids, like, slam them together to like kiss and stuff like that yeah yeah forget about that forget about that just freeze frame it right before they start slamming it and that's them making out oh yeah and there are kissing noises i think i think Mm. yeah remember noises i do remember the kissing noises (laughs) uh and then it cuts to black which is bullshit this game was tagged with nudity what the Mm -hmm. fuck um and all i'll say is uh overall very erotic scene very erotic, very arousing. I had to take a break. Um, but yeah, she does not make a very good, good, uh, good case in point, does she? She no. really just comes in and says, "Do you want to switch sides? These are my breasts." And then you say, "No, I'm good." And she's like, "Eh, let's do this anyways." I really um, expected her. And I really was hoping to, like, she would leave? do more. I, I think yeah. she was just like, maybe if I propose having sex with him, he'll agree to switch sides. And then I didn't. And she's like, well, too deep in now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting. Uh, and then she's gone by the morning. Yeah. Typical Emily. He, 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 for me, he said, why is, what is with all of the getting out in the morning? Why does she always do that? He oh, was very nice. irritated I did, with her. I did not get that scene. I just yeah. got him calling out her name and then getting dressed yeah um i don't know why he's so stupid to trust her like that (laughs) why is he so stupid i mean nothing went bad (laughs) listen (laughs) i guess you're right 
But also, you're in, like, a house with all these, like, large powers. And, like, people just leave their doors unlocked with all their valuable possessions just, like, laying around in, like, personal letters and effects. It's like, if your doors are almost always unlocked, don't you think you should keep that stuff, like, in a lockbox? I get it. You know, I'm making those nitpicks that's, like, it's a game, so, like... Don't. Yeah, and it's not like it really matters, because I took subterfuge level one, so I was picking all the boxes that were locked anyway. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that one, pretty much you wake up, and the bell's ringing, and everyone's telling you to get to the big conference, because it's day two, things are going to go differently this time. Um, A quick thing before you do, though. <laughs> Louis kind of an asshole. He sends this servant on a task that makes no sense. He's fully dressed. And then the servant said, it's time for the meeting. And then he goes, okay, tell them I'll be right there. But he's just about to leave in like one minute. Well, you know. <laughs> the servant moves at the same speed as he does. I've seen him go. We don't know that. I mean, unless they can walk through walls. <gasps> oh my God, we oh figured it God. out. Foreshadowing. <laughs> All right. And then, uh, and then what happens? So then you get back to the the conference and the council, and everyone starts chatting a little bit about their nights. It's hinted at that Emily also went and had sex with Napoleon. Yeah. Um, which, <laughs> all right, whatever, cool, I guess. Girl gets around, whatever, she has fun. Yeah, yeah. Napoleon, hey. he didn't change sides. I like, so I like the way he, he said it, though. He's like, after our nocturnal meeting like he had some kind of fucking dweeby ass fucking nerd fuck way to say it where i'm like where i'm like don't kiss and tell louie you know peeping on girls while they're sleeping kind of cool louie um that's not cool that's not cool yeah that's not cool by the way i just i just think i think my louie would think that it's cool um, okay there it is that's fine then. yeah but like sorry keep going no, I, I love it because I forgot that he uses the phrase nocturnal meeting. Yeah. And she's like, but we just talked. And he's like, oh, yes, we did. Like knocking his boots against the chair <laughs> all fucking like a giddy schoolboy. It's great. That that was the night Napoleon lost his virginity. Probably. I don't I don't actually have any idea how old Napoleon's supposed to be in this because I thought he was older. But now that I Everyone think about it, he's probably young, like 18. Though. Yeah. I mean, look, we can Google it. When was Napoleon born? When was Napoleon born? Do we know what time the council took place? I forgot. Uh, it's like 1780-something, like 1787, okay. I want to say. And Napoleon was born 1769. He's more on the funny number. Uh, so let's just assume it's 87 minus 69. So Napoleon's 18. That seems wrong. That seems wrong. <laughs> Yeah, that's he doesn't look right. 18. He looks in his mid 30s. If you look at the art I did, he does not look like that either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so this meeting starts and things get heated quickly when they go wrong along the room, and everybody says they're for the same thing except for um, Manuel Godoy, who says that he's changed his mind because some arguments were proposed, mm-hmm. um, and then also then like flips his shit and just stands up and declares war on France. Yeah. And Napoleon's like, yeah, I'm not really fucking worried. And my Louis said the exact same thing that I thought, which is, what the hell? Has he gone insane? Yeah. Because, like, we did not discuss that at all when I talked to him. I feel like so, that should have come up. 
you know? Yeah, <laughs> if he's just going to straight up declare war, maybe there should be something there. You know, what's um, the process there? Like, do you think he was just laying in bed overnight and he says, you know, I think I want to go to war with those fuckers. <laughs> I, think, I that's, think I could take them. I think I could take them. Famous last words, I think I could take them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so yeah, that that happens, and people start shouting at each other, and then uh, Jacques Peru kind of like stands up and starts yelling about how like they're all pawns, and none of them are really making a difference, and he's gonna end it, and then he pulls out his pistol and puts it against his head to commit suicide. He said he's um, gonna free himself from yeah from from Mortimer and everything like mm-hmm. that, and then everybody kind of just lackadaisically says oh no what are you doing um and then louis is the only one that's like hey wait maybe don't do that this is bad you do have uh, an option which, to not intervene which i think you is... do have an option to not <laughs> <intervene>. <laughs> which i don't know why anyone would pick that and just be like well he had it coming <laughs> you know it's all part of the plan i'm just gonna let this play out yeah um so then you are put into a another one of those like backdock mini games where you have to choose the right answers. Except for if you fail at once, he kills himself. Um, and I made it not very far into that one before yeah. I failed a question, and then he kills himself right in the middle of the council meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the end of part one of chapter three. I think that part was good. I think there was some cool like foreshadowing intention and like kind of full character come around because like he's always kind of been like this council thing is bullshit louis you're an idiot everyone's an idiot and i don't like anybody yeah and And you can't like what we're doing here yeah you can go to his room at some point um in one of these intermediate things and it's all like in disarray and shit's knocked over and he's just like drunk on the porch and or the balcony and refuses to talk to you yeah and I, um, I just think that's a cool, like, full character swing. And I think it kind of, like, lets me know that I think they might do a good job with the rest of the characters, like, with their, you know, finale and development. But, like, a lot of them I'm worried about. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. But this was a good scene. It was tense. Um, it, I was, like, at least mildly invested in what I wanted to say. Yeah. I just happened to fuck it up. Because I didn't actually know what I needed to say. And that's the cool thing about some parts of this game. Is like... You can fuck up and there's consequences. And it still goes on. And Mm -hmm. I think as opposed to like... I mean that does happen in like... You know before the storm at the back talk mode. But like I think it's a little bit more... Like there's a little bit more to it in this one. Than there might be in some other titles. Yeah at least it feels like it. Yeah yeah and that's what's important right yeah um so after that like alex said we're done with the part part one so now we're on part two face to face and then we talk with uh mortimer about peru and so, um, yeah at sorry, the beginning ahead. of the scene i do have to say the scene opens with a what is dialogue that is very obviously the same no matter what yes. and b i think it's von volner Who's just like, isn't it just like them? Always trying to, like, the French always trying to be the center of attention. Well, now <laughs> he's gone and he's, everyone's talking about him now. Yeah, what the fuck? I hate Volner, dude. He's so annoying. Um, so, yeah, that happens. And then you talk to Mortimer. And he's also kind of an asshole. I kind of called him out for it. And I'm like, 
hey, isn't this your fault a little bit? Which I'm not (laughs) sure if it is really, but whatever. I liked calling him out for it. And he goes, eh, not really. I mean, it's not really my fault. And also, like, I'm upset because we lost a vote. And that's why Mm. you should be upset. Not because we, like, you know, we someone took their own life today, but because, you know, we uh, we lost one of our votes. And without it, we're going to lose. And everyone's just, like, really fixated on that point. No one really cares that this man killed himself. They just really care that, like, haha, now we will win and you will lose this vote. Yeah, it's a little fucked up. And, um, but it's not to say that it's, like, fucked up in the way where it doesn't make sense. Because, like, these people, like, again, they, they're playing this game. And, like, they don't really see a lot of the reality of it. Mm-hmm. And that's what, I think that's what makes this chapter... Uh, I think this is this chapter's theme, and I think it works for once. <laughs> yeah, I do. I I agree with that. And Louis does have a good line where he's basically like, "Well, isn't the meeting over? Like, isn't everyone gonna go the yeah. fuck home?" And Mormon's just like, "No, I I don't think so." And Louis's basically just like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Why is nobody leaving right now?" Yeah, uh, which. I like that. I like, again, self-aware Louis is the best Louis that this game has. Yeah, where, I mean, yeah, and, yeah, that's, that's just a good scene. So, hmm. um, moving along here, so we can kind of, like, talk about this as a whole, because there's some good stuff coming up here. I, um, I'm very excited about these next two or three scenes. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> it's a Washington scene. I'm so excited. So, <laughs> you... I don't remember where you are when he approaches you. You're in your oh. room, I think. You go back to your oh, room. Oh, no. That's right. You go in your room, and he's, like, right there. Like, right <laughs> when you walk in, he's just standing in front of, in your door. He could have waited in front of your door, but he's waiting inside. And uh, he goes, Louis, I saw your mother. And she and her and Emily are in her room, and they're making a lot of noise. And I knocked on the door, but they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> I can't figure out what's going on. And it's so funny because he's just such a, he's just such a bumbling fool. And like, (laughs) I love this, this just polite, polite man knocking on the door going, can I come in? (laughs) Please. Please. Something's wrong. What? Uh, No, no. Well, all right. I'll get someone else to do it. They really paint him as such a fucking weenie. hate Washington. It's no surprise this is made by French developers, I'll tell you what. Yeah, for real. So I um, do Washington does throw some shade when at, earlier in the game when he is like they're talking about the French Revolution and he's basically like, Well I wanted no part to do with that. Like I had nothing um, just kinda like throwing shade at the fact that the French were there for the entire Revolutionary War yeah. and then US is just like, uh, actually you take care of this one on your own. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, you go to the room, and the door's locked, and you can get in a couple ways. Um, I just got in through busting through, uh, um, Napoleon's room, um, mm-hmm. to yeah. get into there through the balcony, um, which, because I, I didn't want to go, th- he mentioned something about the tower room, but I'm like, that takes too much time, and I don't remember where that room is. I want to <laughs> see what's going on. Yeah, you do have two options, though. You can, like, stealthily, like, open the door, like, sliding the key out, because, like, the key's in the lock on the other side, and you can, like, push it out and pull it through and yada, yada, yada. Or you can just, like, break the fucking door open with Napoleon's sword. Um, 
but I picked up Napoleon's sword to take it with me, and then as I was leaving the room, because I actually, like, unlocked it normally, he's like, oh, I better go put back Napoleon's sword. I don't want someone to think I stole it. <laughs> and that was, like, such a weird moment for a game where I was like, no, wait, I picked that up so you could have a sword in the next scene, because shit's going down in there. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> yeah. It, it's kind of the game being like, I don't want to account for that in the inventory later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Better put that shit right back. Yeah. Um, so you bust through Emily's room, and <laughs> and there are two Emilys, but there isn't. One of them is Emma, and one of them this is, is Emily. My fucking favorite shit. And then in the center is your mother, laying oh. down. Which I thought that meant she's dead. Nope, just unconscious. <laughs> just unconscious. Um, but uh, important to note, one of the Emilys has a gun pointed at the other Emily. Yes, and the, they both have guns pointing at each other. Yes. And then yes. one of them is like, I can't do it. I can't kill my own sister. Hold the gun, Louie. Which is <laughs> literally so fucking stupid. It fucking literally, I shit you not, this game has a, not me, I'm the real one. Shoot her. She's the fake one. Like the lowest bottom B tier (laughs) sci-fi. He's the robot shit in the world. Yeah. And I was so there for it. And this is the only fucking shit I'll throw at them. Make them look just, just an inch different and test my memory. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) Click and drag the character model. Because this is the exact same one in every single way, and I have such a hard time believing that. But, <laughs> anyways, that's not what this game's about. Um, are you confident that you picked the right one? I'm pretty confident, yeah. Which one did you pick? I shot the one... So you're standing like in between them, and you have the yes. option to shoot the one in front of you or behind you. And I didn't shoot. I like threatened the one in front of me, and then she grabs the gun and like pulls the trigger for you and yep. kills her. And we Um, chose that because... I chose it because the one in front of you can't, um, like, the one behind you, the Emily behind you starts talking about when she came into your room last night, Mm -hmm. and the one in front of you says, I didn't come into your room last night. Fuck! Did Emma come into my room last night? Yep! That's what I was about to tell you! That's what I was about to tell you! Remember when I said earlier, when we were talking about this, I said, I fucked it up, and I realized it after. is because Emma was the one who came into your room because... She says, um, she says, you, she talks about her sister, and then she, you have an option to say, like, um, you wouldn't, she said, you wouldn't prefer her, would you? And you said, no, I like you. And then she just goes, we'll see about that, or something like that, when you see her. I didn't get any of that dialogue. Yeah. So I didn't realize that until after that shooting, and I was like, fuck, I killed Emily. So we both I killed mean, her. Okay, I mean, okay, that is not confirmed. It's done. It's what the game would probably Dude. do, but it's not confirmed. It's... You want to put money on it? No. <laughs> you want to put podcast cash on it? <laughs> next game, next game, dude. I guarantee Maybe. it. I guarantee that's who we, we shot the wrong one. Man, I fucked up like every single fucking choice in this episode then. Yeah, um, I can't. I was. I actually thought that was like this is the dumbest fucking like twin sisters. Which one do you shoot? But like, actually, it was like, damn it, game, you got me. I, it was dumb as fuck, but I 
absolutely loved it. Like, they straight up went for it. They didn't try to make any bones about it. They're just like, no, this is the I'm not her, she's her, kill her. Like, it was exactly that scene to a T. When you ask a bunch of questions and, like, the answer is continually, no, no, I already told her about that. Yeah, yeah, because they tell each other everything. Which um, also, that's, there's, you did not get enough options of questions to ask. Like, there's so many more I feel like I could have asked that would have figured it out, but Also, whatever. anytime you ask the question, they confirmed it and, like, didn't give the other person a chance to answer. So it always felt like, it always felt like it was, they were not playing the game right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, whatever. Um, so, then... Once you're done with that confrontation, your mother is like, um... She wakes up. She wakes up. And what does she say? Tells you, basically, just that we gotta get out of here. Um, okay. They can't find me. And then Emily or Emma or whoever we didn't shoot, like, rushes you out the door and says that she'll take care of things here. Which, I wanna know how the fuck she explained that one away. Yeah. Um, good point, because everyone's knocking on their door. Yeah, and I think Holm comes out? Is <laughs> so, that what happens? So No, 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 no. So what happens is you come around the corner, and then you come to the door where everyone's knocking, trying to figure out what's going on here, and Holm isn't there. And you're all, like, discussing what might have happened, and you're just like, whew, I just, uh, I just heard the thing, and now I'm walking here. <laughs> Strange. What happened? <laughs> like, you're just really bad at this lying thing. I fucking love it. And then I love, Holm comes in, and he goes... Everyone, go back to your rooms. Go back to your rooms. And he's like very, just like his regular bitch ass way about it. And uh, he sends you back to your rooms, except you don't go back to your room because you got a catacomb to go into. Go immediately downstairs right in front of his face. Like, fuck you. I don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. And then um, you go down to the catacomb, see your mother, and she's got some things to say. She's got some shit to say if you've been following this so far get ready don't don't uh don't don't sit or wait what is it don't stand what are you not supposed to do (laughs) you're supposed to sit down oh yeah yeah you're not not supposed to do anything you are supposed to sit down ah okay yes don't be standing yeah don't take a drink of water because we're about to get this we're gonna say it at the same time i'm gonna drum roll and let's say it okay oh no okay okay Demons. 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 There are demons. Your mother is convinced that Sir Gregory Holm and Mortimer are are possessed by demons. Okay. Okay. Before we talk about the details that she does get into, because they do try and rationalize it in an interesting way. When you heard the word demons, (laughs) what did you do? What was, um, paint me like what it looked like when you I, heard that. First off, once again, there was some clapping. I was yeah. very happy. Yes. I yes. was ecstatic. I was like, fuck yes, this game, this they're doing it. They're doing it with episode three. Yeah. Um, and then I questioned his mom a lot because I was like, I do actually think though you're just insane is what's happening here, right. but I'm fucking here for the ride and Louis gets convinced very easily. Yes. Um, how much would you love if the last episode is you, like, performing a, like, exorcism on 
uh, Holm and uh, Holm and uh, oh my and god, Mortimer. Mortimer. Yeah, <laughs> an exorcism on Holm, Holm and Mortimer. How would you feel about that one? I think I would love it. I really I hope the they go the only that thing that would be better is if like you go through this crazy exorcism process and then like at the end of it kill Holman Mortimer and then like nothing happens and your mom looks at you <laughs> and just like with one arm shrugs and is like, "Nope, oh, I was wrong. Let's right. go home. Let's go home." So, let's let's talk about the mechanics of this demon a little bit. Um mm-hmm. they can essentially possess anybody in the council, right? Like that's the idea. It's like they can manipulate the other people in the council. Yeah, I think the idea is that the demons are possessing Holm and Mortimer, but they can, like, worm inside your mind still and, like, influence your thinking. Oh! That must be... But they don't, like, straight up possess you, because I think that's like, oh, that's maybe why Peru killed himself. That must be why you get those visions. Maybe. That would make sense. Um... But also, then let's talk about this, because we talked about this a little bit off the call. Those visions are fucking bullshit. Because right. <laughs> you get a vision of your mom killing either Emily or Emma, and they're both very much alive until you kill one of them and your mom does not do it. Yeah. So very either bad. those visions are wrong, but also your mom does say that she took care of one of them. So I'm... Confused and worried that maybe Big Bad Wolf is also a little bit confused and lost in the weeds here. I would like to ask them. I would. I do think I'm. This is the only thing I might outreach and maybe get an answer, but I doubt it. No. Yeah. I. And maybe it ties together in episode four or episode five. Maybe you know your mom was not actually implying that she killed them, or maybe they're not dead yet and your vision will come true and your mom will kill him later. Who she knows? was just saying that she took care of him, like, you know, like, gave like, him snacks. and Yeah, like, hey, you him. did a good thing for me. Here's some snacks. <laughs> yeah, I took care of him. Thank you. There's a lollipop. <laughs> go have fun with the council. Yes, go have fun with the demons. So, um, But yeah, it can, like, possess... It possesses those people and, you know, influences your mind. But it has not been the same people this whole time. Though Louis does have a good jab in there where he says home looks like he could have been a demon that's been possessed for a long time yeah very funny very funny <laughs> man um and essentially you get cataloged through um kind of the history of your mother and you can question uh some things that she's told you fact check some stuff about like her history with this demon because she's like met him before in like different iterations and then she wanted to like kind of like study him or like study under him and like discover yeah. more about him I think and he like stole a book from her or something too yeah yeah there's a lot of stuff that i didn't mm-hmm. really consume properly i don't think <laughs> and also your mom sounds like a crazy person yeah She's like i met him once in like 74 and then i met somebody who had met him once in 78 and then i found a cult that knew about him in 79 it's like oh it seemed way too disjointed um you're doing great you lost a lot of blood yeah let's just take you back to bed but louis does love his mother so he believes her um just fucking immediately yeah, pretty quick. <laughs> and she brings you back to what we're going to call the Trial of Faith, which is the third chapter here. 
Mm-hmm. And um, it's essentially this giant golden circle with these dates and chapter like Roman numerals and all these different things on them. And she's like, I don't know exactly how this works. I tried it once and I really goofed it up. And that's what happened to my <laughs> arm. I got my arm chopped off inside that machine. Uh, so you better not mess it up. You need these things. And she gives you a fun scavenger hunt to do. This, so This fucking sucked. Yeah. I was jiving on part one and part two. And then the beginning of part three is like, you will need these six items in order to end. <laughs> I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. And so this is, I was okay with it until she mentioned that some of the pieces were in places and puzzles that I already did. And, and Alex, this is, sorry, this is only funny if you played it. Did you know the code was 1911? Did you forget <laughs> that? Because they remind you that there's a code to a, a door that you need to unlock that's 1911 or whatever. And they tell it to you yeah. like eight times. They really, really they, don't want you to forget. <laughs> and then they also give you the code to get out. And interestingly, you don't need that code. He yeah. just automatically does it. And also, and this is this is one of my main gripes with some things the game does. Uh, if you have subtitles on, it tells you that the code is 1191 and the code to get out is 6466. Mm-hmm. But the subtitles say that the code is 1191 and 6646, which is a, just a different code. And it also says that you need huh. six items, and your mom says she needs five items. Like, they just didn't proofread the think... subtitles. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. Or it's like a crazy metagame thing with the demon getting inside your head. <laughs> Maybe. Man, that would be so sick if they started, like, breaking the fourth wall, and, like, your objectives started changing, and your conversation options were all demon stuff. Oh, my God. How good would that be if, like... Your mom is telling you that, like, your next objective is to go talk to George Washington, and, like, the subtitles <laughs> at the bottom say you need to go kill George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Kill George Washington. <laughs> kill Napoleon and George Washington at the same time? <laughs> That's an achievement. <laughs> Man, if the game mode changed completely and it turned into, like, some wicked first-person shooter torture, like, (laughs) Call of Duty-ass slaughterhouse thing, I'd be so pleased. Actually, I wouldn't. That'd be... It would be fucking awful. It would be funny as hell, but it'd be awful. Like, Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, that's... history piece. (laughs) That's what you have to do. You have to go collect... A cross, which is either in Giuseppe's room, but your mom's also like, yeah, I stole it, and I have one, and I dropped it. It's somewhere around here. Um, and then you get uh, an exegesis, which is, a, I guess, a summary of the Bible that's in the room that you and, uh, yeah, you and Emily Hillsborough, or maybe Emma, I don't know, break into. Um, you have to get an armillary sphere, which you just take from somebody's room, which... That one sucks because you have no guidance on it whatsoever. Yep. You get uh, three nails, which were on, like, a scale in uh, Mortimer's Secret Hideout, and then you get the Bible that you use in Chapter 2 um, to open the... Uh, I don't remember did what the you, hell you do. You get something from did it. You, did you get the cross from uh, Giuseppe, or did you find it in the the basement? I just found it in the room. It's, like, right under a stool, like, 20 feet away. So I forgot, and I was like, I don't want to... I'm just going to... Excuse me. Sorry. I'm just going to look inside of his room because I do like having scenes with him. And uh, 
he says some interesting things. He um Oh no. He, <laughs> oh, he, uh, racist Giuseppe's back. No, <laughs> he's not racist this time. But he is he is quite observing and Louis says some really dumb shit, which I know is our favorite. Um mm-hmm. you uh you walk into his room and you're like in your head you're like, shit, he's in the room. And he's like, Ah boy, what do you need? And you have a chance to just like nab the cross while he's not looking. And then yeah. when you do he was like, why did you come in here? What do you want from me? And you're like, oh, I was just passing by. I was just, you know, just visiting you, <laughs> seeing how you were doing. And he goes, he's like, boy, I was not born yesterday. You looked at me and you looked disappointed that I was in my room. What did you want to take from me? And you say, nothing. And then you leave. Oh, <laughs> Which is really good. Um, to be fair, you get a comparably worthless scene when you get the Bible from Chapter 2 and George Washington's oh, yeah. in the room. Yeah. And he just starts like, <laughs> he he also does not buy your bullshit that you're just there to do nothing. And then he starts looking around and like finding clues from the puzzle that you did in Chapter 2. He's like, look, someone's clearly drawn a four in the dust here, Louis. I think I have a clue. I think I have a clue. That is my favorite line. <laughs> of all this game is i think i found a clue he also it's says that so in chapter good. two when you um when you tell him you found something he's like good louis that's a clue <laughs> fucking <laughs> so good he's so good and what then a... you just like walk into the other room and pick up the big bible and louis like no oh, he's gonna be mad when this is gone and then you just walk out with it yeah really funny. it's it's, it's a great. weird set of scenes that felt like okay but i don't know it was, it was very video gamey, yeah, and not I don't know. It didn't seem like it. I think the idea was just like you would interact with people and get like you wouldn't trust them because your mom tells you not to trust any of them, <laughs> which I do love. It. She's like, don't trust any of them, Louie. And you're like, whoa, but what about George Washington? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, especially not him. She's He's like, fucking even- stupid. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't say that. He's got she he's got something. so many goddamn brain worms. <laughs> I like I just love the conversation Get of back to the brim. <laughs> not even George Washington, especially George Washington. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think the idea I think she says because he's been like near Mortimer too much, but I do love the idea that like not that idiot he doesn't have a brain to fend it off with yeah <laughs> or or his brain is just complete brain worms oh god yeah it's very good yeah but you you bring all that shit back to the um the trial and i i don't know was there anything else interesting that no. happened here no. okay and then you do a puzzle you do the only puzzle of chapter two or chapter three it's a big one it's a big one save all your puzzle points Mm-hmm. Um, like Duncan described, it's basically, I think, six concentric rings, and you see three of them on the outside, or it's one big ring on the outside with, like, three levels into it, and you take one of each of the nails and put it into um, one date, one Bible verse, and one chapter. No, one city, one verse, and one chapter. Yeah. Um, and the you just kind of have to figure out what that is um your mother tells you that she tried the birth of christ because there's like a big mural of the birth of christ behind you and you are able to decipher that well maybe that's a trap so it's obviously the opposite which is the crucifixion and then you put it in 
you know, the yeah. Bethlehem and whatever. I think it's Bethlehem. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Bethlehem's the birth. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. It's um, it's um, it's a different city it's that I Nazareth. No, no, no. <laughs> it's no. uh. No, I think ooh, mm. <laughs> it's got a G. I want to say. <laughs> I'd like to buy a vowel. Go, go. It's go, 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 Golgaria. Golgaria. Go, no, Golgoth. <laughs> oh, we're not. This is part of the problem. Is that we're not. I like, think it was Bethesda. Christian scholars. It was not Bethesda. Did but Bethesda, Bethesda is on the not- wheel. Yeah, so. it is. It's it's goal something. Um, but yeah. You, yeah, you put it in there, and you put it in like the the verse and chapter that talks about the crucifixion, and then the middle of it opens up to reveal a hole in the center and three more circles. The three circles corresponding to a symbol, a date, and a moon. Um, the symbols being things like a dove or the crown of thorns or the cross. Um, a bunch of religious symbols, and then. Um, the date, but it's not an actual date. It's like a number or two numbers and a random letter. Uh, and you kind of have to, you have a set of notes that like translates dates twice. So you have to use what's in the Bible and compare that to what's in the exegesis and then compare that to what that translates to on the wheel. Um, and then there is a moon representing all the different types of moons between, you know, like full moon, new moon, you know, waning, waxing crescent, all of that. But it doesn't actually have the names, it just has the symbols of them. Um, so you have to figure out, essentially, when, like, figure out the symbol related to the crucifixion, figure out the date on which the crucifixion happened, and then figure out which moon it was on the date of the crucifixion. Uh, and then put that all in a row, and then you can stick your hand in and pull a lever to, I guess, finish the puzzle. Uh <laughs> I don't know for sure, though, because I chose the wrong symbol and moon and date. (laughs) You you really only get one shot. Yeah. uh, Because if you get it wrong, it just chops your arm off, and that's the end of chapter three. Much better ending than what I got. Um, Okay. Full discretion. I'm not a smart boy. I just looked it up. You cheated. Cheated so I did not cheat on the nails. I got the nails, and I said, this is a good puzzle. This is my level of wanting to like work towards something and then the second layer of it all came on and uh, uh nah nah yeah. not really my thing I, I i just don't really like it so i looked it up but if i would have known like if i would have thought about it and been like oh if i fail i'm just gonna like lose my hand and i think that's like cool to the story in a way um mm. so i would have done that if i would have thought about it but i just cheated and um, what happens you pull cheat? a lever you pull a lever, and then the rocks part, and there's this glowing light, and she's like, you've done it, Louie, you're so smart! And then he goes, yeah, I am, and then that's the end. Okay, okay he doesn't say, yeah, I am. <laughs> no, you don't see what's inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah! That's it. Interesting. What happened yeah, for that's... you? I mean, literally, you pull the lever, and... You hear a gross, like, chopping noise, and the screen goes black, and your mom yells Louie, and then it ends the chapter. Cool. Um, you, yeah. I, I wonder I wonder if it's going to open with her being like, I figured it out, dipshit. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just get to walk in, and now your arm's just cut off. You have the, ad, like, you have the option to ask her for help, and <laughs> she literally goes, 
I don't know. I got my arm chopped off, but it's not what I did. Yeah. Which I think yeah. is pretty great. Yeah, I like that. I mean, she could have, like... See, here's the thing, is, like, the nails one... That she one wasn't hard. I didn't need her help on it. Yeah, yeah, but the other one I did need help. And you did say that that Louis like misread the moon thing. So yeah, the the thing I and I could have just not been paying close enough attention. That's very possible. But in the chapter that I read in like the real the, the real Bible, not the exegesis, which is like the condensed version of it, Louis says something about the crucifixion happening like at this date in this place during like the first quarter moon or whatever and like when I looked at the solution online, it is not that date or that first quarter moon, or it's not the date that I chose because I was like, oh well, the first quarter moon had to have happened on this date based on this like armillary sphere, so I'll take that date as the date that the first quarter moon happened, which I know corresponds to the crucifixion, and then I'll choose the crown of thorns because that makes sense because they put that on Jesus's head, and that's the only place in like Christian ideology that i know of where the like crown of thorns is used so this all makes perfect sense i feel confident chop um (laughs) and and so i do wonder like if i just got fucked over and there was too much going on and like louis just gives you bad information because i analyzed it like two or three times but maybe i was just misunderstanding something i don't know but i felt cheated because he says explicitly first quarter moon and it is not the first quarter moon that you choose yeah yeah, I wouldn't know, because I cheated. Like a bad, bad you guy. You bitch. You cheated uh, on, like, every puzzle in this game, man. I hate the puzzles. I don't... I just don't <laughs> like puzzles when it stops my story. Like... I get that. It, it's just... It, it's just not my thing. Um, But, anyways, maybe I'll try them more later. It's just when they take too long, too long of a time, I just get impatient. I'm like, I just want to mm-hmm. see what happens next. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, um, hmm, hmm, hmm. What, uh, do you have any, like, do you have any thoughts as to what might be inside this vault? I have no idea. Um, it's gotta be something Christian and nature, I'm and fairly demon certain. slaying tool? Maybe. I think it's, it's like a small bottle of holy water, or like, maybe it'll just be like, Jesus. <laughs> It'll just be like chilling back there, like you know, yo. There was out the puzzle. Let's do this. <laughs> there was a missing space in my journal of people, so it could be Jesus. Jesus is a possible character. I this don't... time, everyone's here. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I don't. I don't know. I have no clue. I don't clue even really know why door. we were trying to get in here. I just knew that we were. I think your mom just assumed it had to be important. It's like, look. Yeah. At the end of this thing that I found, there was, like, nine puzzles to get here, and now there's this huge puzzle box type thing. (laughs) It's got to be important. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair assumption. But, I don't know. I didn't fucking open it, and now two people in my family don't have arms. (laughs) You're the no-arm Rochets. Also, there's got to have been just, like, a curved stick he could have picked up to pull that level. Honestly. Okay. Come on. Yeah. I feel like tie a rope around the lever... And pull it through. Yeah. Rip up your clothes a little bit. Use that as rope. Like, it, you are not this oh, stupid, Louie. I would like to see Louie with ripped clothes. Oh, fuck off. There's <laughs> <laughs> only one woman who gets to see him with ripped clothes. And that's Emma. 
No, it might not be, Emma. I it might be. Almost <laughs> guarantee we picked the wrong one. <laughs> I feel like we did too because the game literally gives it to you. Yeah, yeah, and it gives it to you so easily. But but fuck. I mean, they're gonna punish us because that's how games work. But if you think about it in like in real life, well. It doesn't, you they committed do a murder it. in real life. I mean, in real... Well, yeah, but, like, I, I was about to say, like, Emily seems to be the more mischievous one, but I don't really know. I guess Emma is probably equally as mischievous and, like... Well, who know. have we been seeing every time? I don't know. Oh, uh, God, it's so good. It's so smart. Maybe we killed Emma because Emma Lee was who we thought Emma was. So, oh, really, God. we did the right thing. Well, Did you ever think about that? Yeah. Yeah, it's deep. And I'm really hoping <laughs> to see this kind of confrontation come up in all future games. I want more exactly. games where I have to decide which twin to kill. <laughs> uh, I, I loved it. I really very, very much enjoyed how much this game went off the rails. I yeah. walked away from this. Normally, I walked away from the council going like, oh, I'm curious because it's a cliffhanger. I guess I kind of want to see what they did. But I walked away from this one going, I actually enjoyed my time with this episode. Yeah, and um, I, and I, I, I mentioned that in the first one where we got all the like crazy occult stuff from um, Elizabeth, um, um, Elizabeth Adams. Adams, thank you. So we got all the crazy stuff from Elizabeth Adams, and like I remember talking about it in the first episode and being like, God, I really just want them to lean harder into that because mm-hmm. I think that's the interesting part about the potential of this game is kind of like mishmashing this like you know, weird occult stuff with um, the politics. And I think that's what could make this game cool. And chapter two is just not that. Um, no, chapter it's not two that at all. was not that at all. And I, per- I know Alex like chapter two a lot more than one. And I feel the mm-hmm. opposite, but like, I think we can, at least for me, this chapter was better than either of them, which is this surprising. Miles better. And which is so surprising because like, it's a middle chapter. Like, there are so many games, like episodic games, that have a really hard time with middle chapters, I feel like. And mm-hmm. they always just feel like a bridge to get to the climax. But, like, this felt like its own, like, uh, kind of, like, tiny climax to what's been going on. And, like, we're definitely going to get more. And I think it's structured in a good way. Like, it's... I think they could have done much better with episode one and two. But, like, I think they pulled a lot of good stuff and decisions and it sounds like we're like you know not getting too much different but like man what if what if peru didn't take his own life like what would that have been like and everything like that and i think there's a lot of things that they're setting up here that are going to align well in future chapters and i trust them a little bit more yeah i i i'm very curious to see where they go with this um it does feel like they're running out of room right like the central mystery was like where is my mother and you just find her in episode three so i they have like two episodes that they still have to kind of pull along this mystery and i mean they added demons but it seems like you're getting whatever the demon hunting shit is and also it's gonna be really like fucking hard for louis to pretend that he's not hunting demons (laughs) because <laughs> he lost his arm. <laughs> yeah. So what am I... Oh, this? <laughs> Nothing. I was just <laughs> saying hi to too many random people and a statue fell on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll be interesting. I'm yeah. really curious to see. 
I mean, I'm kind of glad that we I cheated just so we can like see two different endings because I would yeah. not have gotten that puzzle. Um, yeah. And kind of how this works out. So I'm happy that I did, but I still a bitch for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm excited also to see. Um, I think they are going to hopefully run with this idea of is your mother actually crazy or not? Because they set up so many things to make it seem like, oh, she's not completely there. Like, her evidence for why demons exist was kind of weak. She says explicitly, like, oh, you can't really see them, so we won't have any definitive proof. You would just, like, feel it and know. Um, And I think they could do some really interesting things with, like, pitting this like occult theme that they've built and this political theme that they've built against this like psychological theme that they've built um and have like you kind of have to decipher whether or not you think your mother is crazy i think that could be a really cool and interesting route to take yeah and i mean i i guess i haven't like i guess i've kind of like shoved this off as like for the first two games especially just being like bad game but like i think about it and like a lot of episodic games just like take a while to pick up sometimes and like Mm -hmm. i i i guess i think about each episode as a whole when i should be like this is only a fifth of what the game is and yeah there are still problems in the first and second episode that i think are still unforgivable everything like that and even problems with this one but it it feels it's feeling better and i yeah i already i know i already pretty much said that but i'm really i'm really excited about this one um to continue to play it whereas after the second one i messaged alex and i said "Eh, are you sure we really want to play this one yep are you sure (laughs) because we could just not that that was a very real possibility that we consider just not finishing this game but if part four is as good as part three then i will be very happy that we did yeah me too um me too yeah uh, so I think, unless you have any final thoughts, that's going to close it for the Council Part 3 Ripples. Yeah, all right, cool. Um, yeah. So if you enjoyed this episode, you should leave us a review on iTunes, as it helps us a lot. And if you didn't, we'll just close this out and just forget. Forget. Mm-hmm. Forget. This. <laughs> this never happened. Listen to a different episode. This one didn't happen. Yeah, this one didn't happen. Um, but if you feel like you enjoyed us talking about George Washington for way too long, um, we <laughs> would long appreciate. Enough. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we would appreciate you us you, uh, you leaving us a clue on iTunes. Leave us a clue. <laughs> leave us a good clue on. We could also good leave us clue. a clue. You could also leave us a clue on Twitter, which is Twitter mm-hmm. uh, at Thoughts from P1. Facebook, you can just search it. And, uh, yeah, that's it, really. Email. You can, you can email, email us, us all yep. your clues at thoughtsfromplayer1 <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh-huh. And if either of us see it, I guarantee I will call Alex, or Alex will call <laughs> me and go, look, it's a clue. And then uh, we'll find the mystery of how to make a good podcast. Hey, um, we'll be searching for that one for quite a while. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no clues on that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so so those are all valid options, and mm-hmm. um, we'd appreciate it. So yeah, uh, apologies if you listened to our last episode and got psyched for near being <laughs> this episode, um, because I know we said at the end of last episode that we would probably be releasing near as our next one, but then in between recording and between recording that one and releasing this one. They just announced that they were doing a new episode of the council, and it was coming out in like three days. So we and decided we we'd try and hit now. this one. Yeah, yeah, we gotta hit the firewall. It's hot, you know. Or 
Yeah, no, Metal you're going to stick with that one. You're living with that one forever. Damn. <laughs> so uh, thank you all for listening. And that's all the beef in the pot. Oh, wait. This pot's empty. What's going on here? Oh. No. Terrible mystery. I don't know. <laughs> that's a council <laughs> mystery if I've ever seen one.